0: Thank you, Lord. Nothing like old, good old southern gospel music, isn't it? There's nothing like it. It'll bring a tear to your eye. It'll really speak to your soul. Amen. Speak to your spirit. Let you know. You can be seated this morning in the house of the Lord. Amen. I'm so excited about you being here. I'm so excited about you tuning in via live stream this morning. I believe the Lord's got a word for you this morning. <clears throat> I will not be preaching probably over the next three or four weeks a series of messages. Uh, the Holy Spirit just laid this on my heart. I was really just praying and seeking the Lord. and I remembered some prophetic messages that the Lord had given me several years ago. And I dug some of those old messages out. And the Lord just began to speak to me in the season that you and I are living in. Amen. Yep. And so I want, to, I want to speak on the subject this morning, reordering your future. Reordering your future. So important this morning that we get a hold of what the Lord is doing in this season of our life. Amen. I don't know if you are like me this morning, but you can look around and You can see prophecies fulfilling, as the old song says. You can see signs being fulfilled and signs of the times coming to pass. You hear the voice of God calling out to you this morning. Maybe you've had such an urgency in your spirit like I have. You know the Lord Jesus is getting ready to come back. You might be able, able to hear a sound of a rushing mighty wind sweeping through your house or sweeping through your job or wherever you may be this morning. Maybe you're listening just there sitting on your couch. But you know that God is doing something. You know that God is up to something. Amen. I'm not a prophet. I don't claim to be a prophet. But I believe what I've got to share with you is prophetic this morning. Amen. I believe that there's some declarations and some decrees that you need to have spoken over your life. And so that's what I want to try to do if I can. I want you to if you have your Bibles. Turn to the book of Jeremiah. I'm going to read two passages of Scripture this morning. Jeremiah 15, if you will. Amen. You know, I believe God's got our attention. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, I believe that God's raising up a remnant this morning. I really believe that. Amen. And I know that people are responding differently to what's going on on the earth. Some may be out of fear. Some may be out of anxiety. But I believe there's a remnant that is really discerning. And we need a spirit of a discernment this morning. They're discerning that God is really doing something. Some people say, well, preach, it's the devil. Yes, it's the devil. All bad things come from the devil. But God allows it. God will use Amen? God will use what the devil brings, amen, to sometimes to get our attention. And sometimes it might be for judgment's sake. I'm not prophesying that. But it might be for judgment this morning. But we need discernment. And so there are those people over the earth this morning that are discerning what God is really doing. And so I, that's why I had you turn to Jeremiah 15, 21. Look at it with me if you will. So I will rescue you out of the hand of the wicked. <laughs> this is what God is saying. And I will redeem you from the grasping palm of the terrible and ruthless tyrant. Now, if that don't encourage you, I don't know what else will. That's God speaking, amen, to His people about restoration this morning. Now, the other passages of Scripture, if you would turn to Micah. Micah chapter 2, and look at verse 13 with me. Micah 2, verse 13. The breaker, the Messiah, who opens the way, shall go up before them, liberating them. They will break out, pass through the gate, and go out. Say say to somebody, I'm coming out. So their king goes on before them. The Lord at their head. Father, thank You. Thank You just for the affirmation of Your Word that not only speaks to our spirit, but our heart, to our mind, to the very core of our being this morning. Nothing takes You by surprise, God. You know exactly what You're doing on the earth. You know exactly what's taking place. And so God, we know this is a very critical and crucial time. And So you're calling out to your remnant today. So we're responding, God. We're saying, here we are, speak in these times. Speak to us, O Lord, and we will obey and we will hear and listen what the Spirit is saying to the church. And we'll be careful to give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. In Jesus' mighty name. Now, just as a point of reference and education for those that are listening this morning, this is a very critical and crucial time. Because between Passover and Pentecost, God has given us an opportunity to cry out to Him. On God's calendar of events, this is probably one of the most important times of the seasons. Every theologian, every Bible scholar will tell you that during the Feast of Trumpets or the Feast of Tabernacles, as some call it, that that is prophetically more likely than any other time of when the Lord will come back for His church. I don't know that personally. I'm not a a theologian. I'm not a prophet. But if you do a study of your Bible and you listen to different prophets, you find that most indicate and most imply. I don't know if you can hear Gabriel putting the trumpet to his lips this morning, but I want to urge you, I want to encourage you with a dire warning. Jesus is coming soon. So this is a very critical and crucial time. You say, well, preacher, what makes this So special. This time special in the life of a believer. Because I believe more now than ever that God is attempting to open up the door to our future. You know, remember the Bible said in the Gospels that unless a grain of wheat does what? Falls to the ground and dies. It cannot bring forth what? Fruit. So a lot of people... All over the earth are experiencing a death to the structure that they have set up. The idols that they've set up. The gods that they have set up in their life. So this is a very critical and crucial time. After, after Passover, God does give us a time to press through. When the children of Israel put the, door, the blood on the doorpost. God delivered them from Egypt's bondage. But after He delivered them from Egypt's bondage, the Bible said that God did not take them the shortest route to the promised land. They had to go through the wilderness, and when they went through the wilderness, they had to press through some things. They had to pass the test of faith. They had to pass the test of obedience. They had to pass the water test. They had to pass the warrior test. And so it was a time of them pressing through. And I hear the Lord saying to us this morning, just like the children of Israel, this is a time for the body of Christ to press through. Because God is trying to open up some doors this morning. Amen? That's never been opened before. Say that with me. God is trying to open some doors. And I believe this is true for us. And I'm going to decree and declare some things. That's all I'm doing. I'm just setting up this morning what I believe God's going to do over the next three or four weeks in our midst. So listen to these decrees and declarations. God's trying to open up some doors. Amen? And this is a time to press, this is a time for us not to be weary and well doing as the Scripture tells us. Okay? Because I know, I heard the Spirit of the Lord say last night, and again, I'm not a prophet, but the Bible says my sheep, what? They know His voice, right? (laughs) If we'll press through, I heard the Lord say this last night, if we will press through, God will form a highway out of our bondage. God will form, just like He did for the children of Israel, He formed a highway out of Egypt, and God will do the same for us. God will open our eyes. So that we can have discernment. God will open our eyes so that we can see things that we haven't seen before. That's why God is that's why I preached three or four weeks ago that God is shaking everything that can be shaken. Amen. Because our eyes, our focus has been on those things that we can see. But God's trying to reveal some things that He spoke what in eternity to us. Can I tell you this morning, during my study, God He began to deposit some things down in my spirit. And I know you've heard this before, but some of you have have missed some things. But you know, God operates in eternity. We operate in time. Did you know that this is a season that God can go back in your life? He can go back in time and help you catch up with what He spoke in eternity past. Did you know if you missed out on some things this morning? Amen. Amen if you've missed out on the plan of God for your life, if you've missed out on some things that God had destined for you, this is the time for you to press in because God can go back and He can reorder and He can help you redeem that time and help you recoup all of that. There's such an urgency in my voice this morning. Because Jesus Himself is getting ready to come back. And God is shaking some things. I believe that we can cross over to new levels of God promises that God has promised us, that God has set up for us. If we'll bear down, hear me this morning good, if we'll bear down under the burden of what's going on right now, breakthrough is going to come. Say that with me. Breakthrough, breakthrough is coming this morning. Amen? Crucial transition. If we're going to move into the next dimension of God's power and glory, okay, we've got to bear down. Until that breakthrough comes. Our spirit must be activated. And it, it cannot be activated in the old manner. Our spirit must be activated in a new way. Say that with me. My spirit must be activated in a new way. Because again, it doesn't take a prophet to understand and discern that there's an awakening that's taking place. That's what God's trying to usher into the earth. God is trying to usher a great awakening. I've heard prophets talking about it. I've heard books that have been written about it. Amen? The third great awakening. And that awakening is trying to take place. Okay, This is the season when you and I will really pass over. Amen? Hear me. God has shut everything up. God has shut everything down so that people will truly, truly, truly for once in their life and one season of their life really pass over. This is when the blood of Jesus is more profound and more precious to our life than it has ever been. Because I'm telling you, God is opening up some doors. Amen? God is opening up some doors that's been closed in your life for a long time. Because prophetically, and again, I'm just decreeing some things, prophetically, there is a return. There is a divine, let me say that, there is a divine return of God's people to righteousness and to holiness because God's got our attention. This is a time that we are to press in and really know the Lord. And I believe this more than anything else. If you will connect with God during this season, God will complete. God will finish what He started in your life. God will complete what He wants to do, okay? Because when we cry out to know the Lord, just like the children of Israel, the Bible said their cries, what? Came up to God. When we cry out to God, He cannot resist our cries. He has to come down in response to our cries. Amen? And God will rescue us out of our mess this morning. Huh? God will break those old structures. God will break those old patterns in your life. Tell the Lord say that I want God, I want you to break those old structures and those old patterns. Amen? But we have to expect God to move. Why? As a response. As a response this morning uh, to us connecting to what He's really doing. Amen. You've got to expect God to move suddenly, too. I hear the Spirit of the Lord, I heard the Spirit of the Lord say last night double fruitfulness. Hear that? Say the amen with me. Double fruitfulness, amen. God will cause you to forget all of your suffering because I know some of you have been through some hard times. But God's going to cause you to forget all that, amen. When you're walking through Egypt, sometimes it's hard, amen. When you're walking through the trials, sometimes it's hard, amen. Sometimes pressing comes and it presses against you, but when the press comes, you have to press back. The Bible said in Isaiah 30, in returning and rest, now, he was talking to the nation of Israel. But I believe it's so applicable to us today. Listen, in returning and rest, you shall be what? Saved. <laughs> Say that with me. Say, this is, my, this is my day of salvation. In quietness and confidence, he says, shall be your strength. This is good news. You might be in a narrow place right now. You might be going through the press. You might be going through a hard time right now. But I'm here to tell you, God's getting ready to open up a large place for that remnant. That remnant that's going to hear, that remnant that's going to adhere to what God is saying in this hour. The news is going to be activated in your life. Amen. You're going to leave your captivity just like the children of Israel. You're going to your promised land. Say, I'm going to my promised land this morning. You're going to have boldness to leave that old place. Listen. Things are not going to be as normal. Amen? When God opens everything back up, and believe me, God's in control, and when He opens everything, I promise you the church will not return to things as normal. See, the enemy's been setting, over, he's been setting up confusion over your future. But I'm telling you, during this season, God is going to enlighten you and God's going to open your eyes to what's been holding you back. Those things that's been keeping you captive. God's opened up in a new way. For you. Okay? Because this is the time when God's going to open up a fresh river. Say that fresh river's coming in my life. Okay? But we got to reach out and receive the new anointing that God has. We can't go on yesterday's anointing. We can't rest on yesterday's anointing. Amen? Because God's wanting to do a new thing in our life. Come on. That's why, that's why everything is, is, seems like it's chaotic right now. Because God's going to bring what? He's going to bring peace out of the confusion and the chaos. God's going to bring order out of all the chaos. Because His people are going to do what? They're going to return. There's a divine return taking place. I know it, church. God is going to recreate a moment in time in your life and He's going to give you momentum like you've never experienced before. God's going to accelerate your days ahead. I'm I'm just decreeing and declaring. I'm going to tell you how. That God's going to do it over the next two or three weeks. Okay? The enemy has attempted to wear you down. But God's getting ready to raise up a standard against the enemy. God's getting ready to reset your path ahead of you. Come on, somebody. God's getting ready to open up some new doors. The doors have been shut in your eyes. God's getting ready to open them up this morning. Amen? The The children of Israel, they shrank back. Remember when they were They were tested, the warrior test. They failed the warrior test. Because they were, they said, we're like grasshoppers in their eyes. But can I tell you, this is the time to stand and travail. Uh, Don't shrink back. When When God presents Himself to you during this season, don't be like the children of Israel. When the thunder and the lightnings came down on the mountain, the Bible says they spoke to Moses and they ran away from God and they said, "God," they said, "Moses, you speak to God, but know this is a season when God's wanting to speak to you." And can I tell you, God is prolifically speaking right now. Yes, he's talking loudly. And if you'll listen, God will reorder your future. I promise you that. Okay, because the enemy has been between you and God's promises. (coughs) Excuse me. For your life. But God wants you to press because I promise you, if you'll press, God will contend with your enemy. Huh? That's all you got to do is stand and see the salvation of the Lord. I know you've heard that scripture many, 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 many thousands, but it's no more prophetic than now. Now, I mean, now is the time to stand still and see the salvation. Press in to the things of God. God will Come, and He'll remove those shackles. He'll remove that sickness. He'll remove those afflictions off of your life. Amen? And He'll add years to your life. That's for somebody listening to me this morning. Huh? God's gonna remove that affliction. God's gonna remove that sickness. God's gonna remove those shackles off of your life. He's gonna add years to your life this morning. He's gonna provide for all your needs. He's gonna provide for, say it with me, He's gonna provide for all my needs. You're going to pass over? You're going to cross over. You thought you were being overtaken, but I'm here. I got good gospel news this morning. Amen. I tell you, relief is coming. Say that with me. Relief is coming this morning. <laughs> You're going to be laughing with God at your enemies. Come on. Huh? We've been endured for a what? Whoop! A night, but come on, I wasn't going to preach, but joy. I'm just declaring and decreeing some things over your life this morning. You're going to possess your promised land. Us, huh? Because again what this is what the season to press in. Very crucial. Say that with me. Very crucial time. Moses had the war. The children of Israel had the war. You got a war this morning. In the spirit realm, I'm talking about you don't fight against flesh and blood. But in the spirit realm you got a war this morning. It's never too late with God. Never too late. Turn to your neighbor and say it's never too late. <laughs> Amen. Can I tell you in Numbers chapter 9, there were some men, a certain amount of men, that wanted to participate in Passover, but they couldn't. But you know what? They had a desire to. Come on, that's all that God needs this morning. God needs to see your desire. God needs to see your cry this morning. And He'll bestow His grace on you so that you can enter this new season. Don't let it pass you by. Do not let it pass you by. This is about to be a turnaround in your life. Say that with me. I'm about to what? Turn around! I'm about to turn around. <laughs> the door to your future is opening and you'll be moved into position for your future. You say, well, preacher, how? See, there was a necessity for your enemy. A lot of people don't like to hear that, do they? Huh? There was a necessity for the enemy. There was a necessity for this to happen in America and all over the world right now, okay? Because that's what pushes you into position. Huh? Without what? Without opposition, guess what? There's no reason to push, right? So your enemy was necessary. Say that with me. My enemy was necessary. What I've been through was necessary. He's been blocking the door to your future. But the gathering winds are blowing. And when the gathering winds begin to blow, all you have to do is what? Woo! Just fall in line with the wind of the Spirit. It's going to do it. It's just going to propel you forward. It's going to push you right on in to your future. There's a future that God is positioning for your destiny today. The supernatural restoration of God Amen. has begun. I know it. This is prophetic. I know it. Okay? The scattering is going to leave and God is reestablishing some things. The gates are opening. There's a release that has been set in order. But we got to press don't keep wondering like the children of Israel. I know I keep, re- re- keep you know, reflecting back upon them, but they kept wondering. But pass the test this season. huh? You might have failed other seasons. You might have failed the test of the other seasons. Because maybe, maybe, maybe you were one of those ones that God really didn't speak to your spirit about and you didn't have some discernment about. But I'm telling you, I'm warning you, I'm urging you. Please don't miss this. Realign your emotions. Because when your emotions get involved in the mix, guess what they do? They disconnect you. They disconnect you from the wind of the Spirit. They disconnect you from the positioning of God. Because your emotions will tell you to do one thing. The Spirit of God will tell you to do something different, but your emotions are telling you. And your emotions can be powerful. But you've got to realign your emotions in the next few days and few weeks ahead of you. I'm telling you, this is important that you do not let your emotions interfere with your expectations of what God's doing. Are you expecting God to do something? Oh, preacher, I've heard that, I've heard that. No, no, I'm telling you, this is the timing of the Lord. Okay? You have got to avail yourself to be receptive to what the Holy Spirit is speaking. And when your emotions are involved... It hinders the move of the Holy Spirit. Say, I'm not going to let my emotions rule me. Okay? Because the Holy Spirit does what? It moves you toward the Word of God. The Holy Spirit moves you to the future that God's got destined for you. Okay? So here's what I want you to do over the next few weeks. I want you to make a list of all the promises, okay, that you want to see manifest. All the promises that God has promised you. Okay, all the prophecies that God has prophesied over your life. I want you to lift those promises, and then I want you to begin to speak them into the atmosphere. I want you to press in. I want your prayer life to become more in, intense now than it ever has. I was over here last night to spend a time with the Lord... I was over here this morning just spending time with the Lord. I felt just a breaking. I felt just a breaking. I dreamed a dream. I didn't share this. I was going to share this a couple weeks ago. But I dreamed a dream about four weeks ago in the middle of the night. And I heard the Lord say there's a breaking taking place. I didn't hear the Lord say it's over. Because that's the the word everybody wants to hear. It's over. But I heard the Lord saying, there's a breaking that's been initiated. In the middle of the night. And I woke up out of my dream. And I said, Lord, what are you talking about? He's talking about breaking the burdens that's been bearing down upon you. That's what he's talking about. There's a breaking taking place. Decree the things that you never saw. Make a list of those promises. Speak them into the atmosphere. Go to prayer. Worship. Entertain God's presence in your life. Speak those things into the atmosphere. Decree those things that you never saw last season that you want to see right now. Cry out to God. I promise you He's going to respond to you. And and be careful because they may take a different form this season. See, God's not going to show up like you always expect God to show up. See, when you go to prayer... It's not going to be that same old, same old type experience with God. You can't can't have the same prayer life. So things are going to show up in different forms this season. In a form that you didn't expect. And more than anything else, you've got to believe that God's going to move for you. I mean, you've got to believe that. You got to know. You got to know that you know that you know that you know. In other words, you got to know that what that this this season is going to be greater. I think about that song, (laughs) huh? The latter, huh? The former shall be greater than the latter. That's what Joel said. Joel prophesied that you got to go into a, a, a deeper level, a new spiritual realm with God. Okay? Now, here, here's what's happening. Here's what, I, here's what I sense. Okay, this is what the Spirit of the Lord showed me last night. People got real serious for the first two or three weeks about prayer. People got real serious about seeking the Lord. I mean, it showed it all over Facebook. There was people in Brazil. They was all lined up on the streets. They were praying for renewal. They were praying for a revival. They were praying for God to set them... Uh, the, the, for God to uh protect them, they were praying, and then all of a sudden over the last week, I felt something change in my spirit. I felt a lull people began in fact i can tell you there there's evidence of it because this Friday, as I was attempting to go to work and i i got i got got uh, off at work during during the noonday hour, there was more people on the streets than ever been before. You know, because people are getting weary. They're tired of being shut up. But I'm telling you, you cannot be weary and well-doing during this season. You cannot. You must go into a different, deeper spiritual realm. Go further than you've been. Okay? Because your enemy doesn't want you to see what God's trying to show you. I'm just decreeing some things. I'm almost done. Be determined to lift up your eyes. Say that. I'm going to be determined... To lift up my eyes. Alright. Isaiah 55. I was going to read that. I'll read it real quick. Isaiah. Excuse me. 55. Excuse me. I'll read it real quick. I'm almost there. Isaiah 55. And let's look at verse 6 through 13. The Lord reminded me of this last night. This is what the Word is telling us to do. Seek the Lord while He may be found. Call on Him for salvation while He is near. Did you know God is more near now than He's ever been? (laughs) He has got your attention now more than He ever has. Let the wicked lead behind his way and let the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have compassion on him and to our God for He will abundantly pardon for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor my ways, or your ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. For as the rain and snow cometh down from heaven, and do not return there without watering the earth, making it bare and sprout, and providing seed, woo, can I tell you, God is going to give you seed for your future right now? <laughs> God is wanting you to take that seed and plant it for your future. So will my word be which goes forth out of my mouth it will not return to me void without accomplishing what I desire, without succeeding in the manner for which I sin it. For you will go out from your exile, there it is, with joy, and you will be led forth by the Lord Himself. Listen, you might have been led by a religious spirit before. You might have been led by a man before. But I'm here to tell you, during this season, God's going to lead you out. God's going to say, This is the way, walk in it. The mountains and the hills will break forth into shouts of joy before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn brush, the cypress tree will grow. Are you tired of the thorns in your life? Huh? Woo! Get ready to be fruitful. And instead of the nettle, the myrtle tree will grow. And it will be a memorial. Listen, everything's going to be done, what? For His glory. It's going to be done for His glory. People have got to the place where they've taken God for granted for so long that God had to stop us dead in our tracks. And it will be a memorial to the Lord for an everlasting sign of his mercy which will not be cut off. And I've already shared with you Micah chapter two. Here's what I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying. If we're going to move into the next dimension of power and glory, of the church, we gotta cry out, huh? For the for the breaker to come. Who's the breaker? That's Jesus, right? Now most people can readily agree that what? We need a breakthrough. I need a breakthrough. There's songs about it. I need a a breakthrough. But few people know how to experience a breakthrough. We're gonna talk about that over the next two or three weeks. How you can experience a breakthrough in your life. It's not a lucky break. I'm not talking about a lucky break. It's not something that just brings temporary relief. I'm talking about long-lasting. It's a breakthrough. It's where your enemies are behind you. It's a process. Okay? Breakthrough is a process. But it's designed by God to each one of us. But we have to endure through. Say that, i got to endure through. See, the problem with Christianity today, a lot of times... Is we just want it easy. Come on. Come on not condemning, not condemning. We just want to pray. We don't want to have to endure. Huh? We don't have to want to persist. We don't want to have discipline in our life. I mean, it's a good thing to have declarations and decrees pronounced over your life, but it's a one thing, a different thing to see those things come to pass. Okay? God wants us to advance through the seasons of our life until we reach a place of purpose. And sometimes that is a definite process that only God can do. It's not something we can do. That's why God set things up the way He has. Huh? That's why God halted everything. Because He knew that we would not advance through the seasons of our life if we continued the way that we were going. We've got to learn to encounter the Maker. We've got to learn to encounter the breaker, the one that can break through. And we've got to learn to cooperate with Him through those life cycles. I don't know what life cycle you're going through right now. But I promise you, as you go through those life cycles, and you experience the breakthrough, the the kind only God can bring, it'll move you to your destiny. Because we're talking about destiny. We use those words. That's... You know, those religious words, we talk about destiny, and we talk about purpose, and we talk about all those things. But you know, we want to experience destiny. We want to experience purpose in our life. You've got a destiny that only the breaker can bring. Nobody else can bring it. Okay? I'm here to, I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to urge you to press on. Don't give up this morning. Step out! I wrote this down last night. I said, He will not withdraw from you until He has finished His purpose for your life. Now, let me say this. The first thing sometimes that's keeping us from breaking through or holding us from a breakthrough is our failure to perceive spiritually what God's doing. Now, here's what's going to happen. I promise you, this this is a promise from the Lord. God has gotten a lot of people's attention, but if they're not careful, they're not going to spiritually discern what God's going to do. They're going to pray for a little while, but they're not going to continue to press. Okay, the restrictions are going to be released here soon. Things are going to go back to normal. I hope not. And people are going to stop pressing. Don't let that be you. Don't let that be you where you stop pressing. Spiritual discernment is a must right now. Because I'm telling you, I sensed it this week. People people started taking it easy. There was a law in the spirit realm that came and I felt it. See, it's only the anointing that can break the yoke. When does the anointing come? God does not disperse the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit does not disperse Himself Freely to those who do not recognize, okay, they don't recognize His person, they don't recognize who He is, they don't recognize the help that He brings. They think it's just some feeling, goosebump feeling or something that they can get excited about every once in a while. There has to be unconventional warfare right now going on in our life. A lot of people are taking this time, and I'm speaking to a lot of people this morning, they're taking this time to get caught up on a lot of projects. They're taking, they're taking this time to do a lot of things. But I'm telling you, don't miss it. Don't miss it. Because it's easy, it's easy to do that in the flesh. Unconventional warfare. Just like in Elijah's day. Now we're going to, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to look at Elijah... At Mount Carmel, we're going to look at John on the island of Patmos. We're going to take a good look at what happened and how they were able to have breakthrough in their life and how they were able to bear under the burden until breakthrough comes and how they reordered their future. Okay, And I'll say this lightly because I know that I'm, 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 a, I'm a spiritual leader too. But the leadership, the spiritual leadership, we allowed sin to contaminate. We allowed sin to contaminate the people of God. And we allowed the people of God to build different altars other than the one true altar. Just like like in in, in Elijah's time, they erected altar of Baal. We erected so many different altars in our life, and that's why God had to come and tear down those altars. That's why God had to come and tear down the economic structure. huh? Because so many people what they put their heart into their finances. There's so many things been reigning in our life, just like in Elijah's day, Ahab and Jezebel was reigning. So many things took reign in our life, they took precedence in our life. We've got to reorder our future. What does it look like to see the Lord above everything else? Well, we're going to look at that too. We're going to look at Solomon, the Song of Solomon. And we're going to see that. You know what we need in America? We need, a, we need in America, we need a demonstration of a move of God. That's what we need. And I believe God's attempting to do that. We're going to talk about that. Satan wants you to believe that your tomorrow is full of death. When I'm here, i got good news this morning. Okay, You're full of destiny, not death. Hallelujah. Say that with me. I'm full, I'm full of destiny. You're going to live. You're going to declare the glory of God. You're not going to die. You're not going to lose your mind. You're not going to lose your joy. Tomorrow is a day of victory for you. You have a bright tomorrow. Hallelujah. But there is a principle. If you're going to get back what you lost, What do you have to do? You know what I'm saying? You got to go back, huh? You got to go back to who? You got to go back to where you left it this morning. (laughs) When you leave your prayer, or you leave a life of dedication, you leave a life of consecration, or you or you leave the word, and all you can expect is to lose. Go back to what you left. Go back to what you lost. That's what I hear the Spirit saying. Okay? The King is calling you back. If you return, the lights are going to come back on, I promise you. Isn't that good news? If you return, the lights, you're going to be able to see clearly. I can see clearly now. Huh? All the obstacles the devil has put in your way, all those things that's been holding you into the last. Season of your life. You'll be able to see them clearly. You'll come back to what you left, I promise you, and your, your way will open up. Your future will be reordered. You'll make up for lost time. You'll seek Him with all your heart while you he may be found. I just read that to you. Get back your fight. I want to say that in closing. Get back your fight. Some of you have lost your fight. I know that. Those people watching me by live stream, you've lost your fight. I believe believe God tells us His timing. I I believe He gives us His words. But you know when He gives it to us? On our knees. That's where God's going to meet us. That's where God's going to meet us. God's calling you to get your eyes off the circumstances this morning. And don't judge anything by your present condition. Don't judge what's go, by what's going on right now. Don't try to figure it out. Don't let fear cast you down because God's going to meet you in prayer, I promise you. I heard the Spirit of the Lord speak to me last night. God's going to meet you in prayer. He's going to bring forth His Word and it's going to be soon. He's not going to keep you in the dark. What? He's not going to what? Lie? He knows you're going to be obedient. He knows you're going to pass the faith test. He knows you're going to pass the warrior test and the water test. Okay? Just accept that God is training you right now. Say, God is training me right now. Amen. You're going to throw off passiveness. You're going to throw off defeat. Amen? You're going to throw off all those feelings of defeat. You're going to stand up and fight because God's going to give you the strength to fight. You just haven't used it. You're going to hear God's voice. You're going to be shut up in with Him. You're going to go back to Bethel. Bethel is the house of bread, that's what it means. House of bread. You're going to go back to the house of bread. You're going to get down on your knees. Weep before the Lord. And you're going to say, Lord, I'm not going to let you go. Just like Jacob. When Jacob wrestled with the Lord, I'm not going to let you go until you what? Bless me. Until you open up my future, God. Some of us need to wrestle a little bit. Right now, God's saying, come on, fight. Come on and fight. Come on and fight. He loves you. He's got this. He wants you to claim everything He's got in store. He, he, he doesn't want you to enter into your future and miss out. with what He's got. Rise up in faith. The Bible says, lay hold of eternal life. Lay hold of His promise. Stand up and fight and use His strength. And you'll make it through. Amen? Amen. Yes, amen. amen. So I want you, if you will, those that are here, stand with me. This morning, I truly believe that we can reorder our future during this season. I, for one, do not want to go back to the way things are. Tragedy strikes, we begin to seek the Lord. But as soon as the enemy, the adversary, appears to disappear then that lull sets in and we begin to take it easy again. Nah. No, I'm telling you something right now. There was prophets that prophesied that this was coming and people missed it. They were unprepared for it. I know of one prophet specifically that prophesied last September in 2019 that this was coming. And they began to pray against it. Prophetic voices... Thundered back in 1989, the same thing. That a pandemic was coming. But people didn't take it. It was just another prophetic word. Please, listen to what the Lord is saying to you this morning. Okay? P. if you go back there, we're going to put on one more song. I want to give those watching by live stream an opportunity, as well as those here, to get back your fight. You've lost your fight. But you know all you got to do is return to the Lord. All you have to do is repent and say, God, I'm sorry. I, have, I haven't been putting up much of a fight lately. I know there's people out there listening to me this morning. You haven't been putting up much of a fight. And you want God to forgive you. You want God to come back and show you your future. You've lost sight of that future. The God given future, not the one, not the future that we had planned, but the God given future that God had planned for us. I'm going to reorder my future. I don't know about you. We're going to ask God, Father, forgive us in the name of Jesus. Have mercy. Help us to discern God. Help us to have spiritual ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to us right now, Lord. I repent. I turn around from the direction I'm walking. I turn around from the deception in my mind. I turn around what I've been giving my allegiance to and paying attention to. I turn around from that. And Lord, I seek You while You may be found. When I call on Him with all my heart, soul, strength and mind, He says, He'll answer, I have not because I ask not. Lord, I'm asking You to forgive me for allowing distractions and allowing detours and allowing discouragement to come into my life. Allowing the enemy to paint a picture which only leads to frustration. Oh, but Lord, You lead me to wells of springing water. You lead me to joy unspeakable and full of glory. This is prophetic. This is prophetic this morning. You reorder your future now. God have mercy on me. Forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for allowing the enemy to come in and just take over my life. Forgive me for allowing my emotions to be out of balance. Forgive me, forgive me for allowing fear to come in instead of faith. God, I see clearly, I see clearly what you're saying to me now. God, open up the future you have for me. The Holy Spirit's going to give me detailed direction when I turn around now. He's going to give you detailed direction when you turn around this morning. Come on, just make a commitment. We're going to play this last song and you're going to make that commitment in Jesus' name. Amen? Just ask the Lord to forgive you. Right there we are. And He'll do it. I promise you. He's no respecter of persons. But He is a respecter of principles. He said, if you confess your sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. God, wake me up. Help me discern what time it is. Help me to wake up, Lord, before it's too late. (laughs) I know Gabriel's getting ready to put his lips to the trumpet this morning. we get ready to hear the midnight cries, the song says. Oh God, have mercy on us. Forgive me, Lord, this morning for taking this time lightly. Help me to seek You while You may be found, Lord. Help me to return to You, Jesus. Lay aside the wave and sin that so easily besets me and run the race with patience, God. Help me, God. Give me the strength of the Holy Spirit now. Equip me, Lord. Cleanse us, O God, from our sins. Make us new. If any man is in Christ, He's a new creature. Sinking with all your heart, I pray. In Jesus' name is our prayer. May the Lord bless you and keep you. If if you responded to that this morning in any way, form or fashion, if you need prayer, if you need anything, reach out to us on the New Life Christian Church International Facebook page or write us, US 405-Southwest-Old-US90, Madison, Florida, 32340. God bless you. We love you.